Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie with my awesome and amazing co-host, the one and only Bud Vino. Rhiannon, Nicole, and Bud Vino, the dynamic duo of Sinister Parlor Podcast. Man, Saturday night, are we here again? We're here again? We're here again, and we have two of the most badass guests that this show has ever seen together in the flesh, baby. Bad Candy, Scott Hansen, and Desiree Connell. How are you guys doing? Uh, excited to be Good. here. Good, thank you for having us. Definitely. So excited. So as we said before, Bad Candy, you guys just dropped the trailer. Um, what what's what's going on? Yeah, so we just put out the trailer and uh, um, we just finished the movie like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, we're getting so much love right now and it's so great. Trying to get it out there, trying to do a little social media push and, you know, kind of get it out there. But we did miss this Halloween, unfortunately, but you know what, though? COVID messed a lot of things up for a lot of people. It, it just yeah. means that we've got a little bit more competition next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is great. Thank you. We're, we're loving how everyone's having a great reaction to it. And everyone's having different reactions to it, mm-hmm. which for us is great because we have so many feelings about it. The fact that it's validated by others makes it much better. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I've been seeing yeah, well, yeah, it was It was fun winning Best Slasher and Best Comedy at a horror fest. They, last week. Last week, we won both. So, and then we won Best Picture. That's awesome. But yeah. knowing that our humor seeps through and people actually find it funny is, is really good for yeah, us. But you both wrote and directed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I had put 
tons of ideas and thoughts down onto a screenplay and then Scott and I would go over it and you know we would hash it out and like talk ourselves through it and you know we would both put so much input into it it would be unfair to say that only I wrote it and Mm -hmm. when we did a lot of the children and women scenes because there's a lot of graphic stuff on there I would take the reins on some of you know directing yeah because it's we we work with a lot of women and children in these scenarios because we do a lot of music videos like as our day job and sometimes just having a a woman do Mm -hmm. a few things and kind of direct how the scene's gonna go helps the actors maintain confidence helps the parents of the children you know feel comfortable with what's going on so yeah it's really a team I think that's uh, that's very important. It's it's just like when, and not comparing, but, but even with the uh, aspect of Rhiannon and I, there's some people that are more comfortable with a female. There's some mm-hmm. people that are more comfortable with male. And I think that having all that, that maternal you know person there and also the paternal person there, and it all comes together to <laughs> support each other. Well, I think it's really important um, because some people just can't relate to you where they can relate to your sidekick, so to speak, you know? You know, just some people don't. Quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're already excited about the next one. Oh, we're, sure. we're already like <laughs> we have two scripts in front of us that are complete. Um, but yeah, we're 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 getting ready to just start the next one because the process is so long. Most people don't realize from hey, I have an idea to hey, shit, look here it is. Is yeah. it could span like three, four, or five years because this is what happened with Bad Candy. Bad Candy was uh, like a backyard project for a short entering. That's how how Bad Candy started. It was a backyard short for fun. And then someone does the next best thing, which is, well, what happens next? What happens next is a way to get any creative person to write an entire script Mm -hmm. (laughs) and go out and make it. Um, But yeah. As I as I told you guys uh, before we started, my wife watched the trailer for Bad Candy, and she said, "Oh, I have chills toward the end of it." I said, "Woo!" I said, "I'm usually the one who does that. I'm gonna have to let them know they give you chills. That's a good thing." And I watched it as well. And I got to tell you, it's awesome. There's, it's visceral. There's there's not many trailers that get you in that way where you're like, "Oh, damn it!" I actually went on Prime knowing that it wasn't there yet, but I was hoping, like a dream, you know, it was there or something. So, but I know it will be there soon. It's really amazing um, seeing what you guys have done with that. So I know there's so much anticipation, and you guys are so ultra talented, both of you. Thank you, um, as a team and individually. You guys have both done some great things. So again, it's an honor to have you on. There's a lot of people watching. I see your Michael Myers shirt there and your Halloween influence shirt. Say hello <laughs> to Chris Duran out there, one of our biggest supporters. Yeah, Chris Duran, the man, Michael Myers. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking behind the scenes about Chris. He's an awesome guy. And all the folks out there that that support our show, um, go out there and check out the trailer for uh, Bad Candy. Yes. Uh, It's amazing. It's popping up everywhere. I've been seeing it popping up. And then, oh, there's my dog. Sorry, guys. Um, And then you posted that. So it's in over 22 festivals right now, or it has won. Now it's 29 as of today. So we got six six more yesterday. Wow. Our cat yeah, is named Pennywise. Yeah, this is Pennywise the cat. That's, that's well, awesome. and you guys said before we started, I hope the cat's not a problem. That's part of what we love. Rhiannon, we always have things happen, animals, things fall. That's part of the, the, the treat of the show, the humanness of it. Or my stupidity right now where I thought that was my dog. 
Pennywise, I love it. Pennywise is the He's cat. such a good boy. He's he's the best. Yeah, we have a little. We just have one. Her name. We just have a little girl. Her name is Karma. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a black cat named Toby, which is short for October, that we rescued last year, and we have a short ginger girl named Ginny because she was ginger, and I was like, great, another Weasley, <laughs> and um, we have a giant white Maine Coon named Princess, and then we have Fat Boy. Pennywise, yeah, they're good. They're very sweet. We love well, them. Well, Desiree, I'm one of the, I've always had male pets, you know, growing up. So, and bo- both my kids are males. So I told my wife, oh, I never want a daughter because my heart probably couldn't take it. And she always said, like, if you ever had a daughter, and it's, those days are behind me, or any sort of female that should have me wrapped around her finger, I'm like, no, 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 I'm very masculine. And here's Karma. We got her about two years ago. And every morning we have a routine. I say, hey, baby, how's my baby girl? I, I kissed her. She, I'm completely, she's got me. Oh, yeah. She can do no wrong. Morning too. We get that. Every morning it's breakfast time. Mm-hmm. And if, if somebody tries to sleep in too late, nope, no. that's not going to happen. No. Um, it's a parade. And then we, we actually have an, an outside adopted cat, unintentionally, but... We feed her enough to now she just, she stays. She lives in our backyard, basically. She claimed you. <laughs> she actually used to live in the house that we now live in, um, which we found out like seven months after we lived, we moved in. We found out from the next door neighbor that she used to live in this house. Yeah. Uh, I was I was cleaning out my car one day and I didn't realize she had jumped in it. And I closed and locked my car for the night and he comes out trying to give everybody breakfast and... No one's around, so okay. He didn't even notice she was like in my car, like help me! Oh my god, <laughs> I'm in here! <laughs> oh but man, yeah. awesome. So, Scott, did you have an affinity for cats? Have you always have you you both or no? Yeah, I've, I've always had cats, so they're just yeah. kind of fun and they're they're we weird. Do, we we digressed off the subject a little bit. We can do that here, so we'll put it <laughs> whatever we want to do. Um, yeah. So I know Scott, you you're you have a huge background in music videos. I yep. was looking at that last night, and uh, you work with some big names too. We, we're a big Danny Trejo fan. Oh yeah! Oh, Danny's so, wonderful. And I've heard always such great things. So I wanted to ask you on that personal no. level. Do you uh, concur with those those people that have said those positive things? Danny is one of the kindest and most considerate people, especially for his age. I mean, gosh, he's mid seventies now, and he's just he's just a true to earth human being. Like he he loves to eat with people. He doesn't like to eat alone. Aww. He's got the biggest heart for animals. He he does char- so much charity work for dogs and cats in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like he he's like probably one of the biggest contributors to his iphone case like a dog oh my gosh he has two cell phones and one of them he just carries around basically to have photos of all of his animals from home oh that's cute oh yeah yeah if there's a dog within like a quarter mile radius like danny will be best friends with it before the end of the day um we had a set therapy dog on the last uh last film we did with him and they just follow Danny around. I think he just kept bacon in his pockets and he just little pieces for you, little pieces for you. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is I was, maybe you guys can speak on this too, is 
I was speaking with my wife. My mother-in-law usually comes over on Saturdays and visits and things. So we were talking this morning, and from what I found from the people that I've interviewed, I've interviewed tons of people over the years, it seems to me that horror folks have the biggest hearts. It seems like they're the biggest empaths and seem like they're the people that actually genuinely, the people who actually... And for me, I was trying to explain it, and I think it's different for everybody. But I think in a lot of ways, if you had maybe a tough past, it's kind of therapeutic for a lot of us. Yeah. It's an escape. It actually, for me, helped me to, to not actualize some of those thoughts, to actually make yeah. it into that fantasy. So what do you guys say about that? I think that our community, because we are a close community, the horror community mm-hmm. is so supportive of each other and, you know, even little branches off of the horror community. I mean, it's a genuine core group of people that really care about each other, really love art, really love, you know, it, it's it's organic when you can inspire someone to, you know, be scared or get the chills up their spine. Uh, it, it's a good feeling. We can make them feel sick to their stomach. Yeah. Or, or scare them to the point of where pee comes out. You know, like, yeah, there's, there's a couple... That's hard to do, but it's it's really cool when... It's fun when it happens. You can have that effect on somebody emotionally and and watching something you made. Yep. But you know. like what you were saying with being compassionate and empathetic, we, we've we never, like, thrown a get-together for, you know, profit. We've always done it for, like, a charity. You know, we, we threw... Uh, we had a studio and we threw a giant party for everybody to come hang out and it was like free of charge, but we asked everybody to bring cat food or dog food or cat litter or something that they could donate to animals. So then after the party, we could drive around to all the shelters and make, make donations for the animals. Cause we one day aspire to have a park. We actually were saving up money to buy a park. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I think you guys are well on your way with the animals. Yeah, I can tell you guys are destined for that. I'm a yeah, tech, so we I'm talk super about, We talk about the future digital Thunder Zoo, but um, oh, it's so really that's cute. With all the people that we work with are compassionate and caring individuals. At, I mean, oh my God, nobody would ever hurt anything like we i can't watch movies where they hurt animals or horses neither like if somebody hurts a dog or a horse i'm like that's not that's where i draw the line Mm -hmm. and yeah i feel like a lot of people really like you could watch a man get split and twine over and over again and it's funny yeah but if an animal gets hurt you're crying well, yeah, see, and you're like, oh my god, that poor animal. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. What did the dog do? Yeah, exactly. yeah you have to yeah. step over to the dead, the dead man to pick up the injured dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> dog. Yeah, and, and we don't, we and I heard her talking about like making movies that make you make you pee a little bit. We that makes Rand and I worry. We're getting older. So we have to be careful of that. <laughs> you, you may, it may be a little easier to make us that happen to us. So trampolines you know, can do that too. Yeah, <laughs> trampolines. Yeah, we tramp we behind the scenes. Yeah, those, that's a good stuff. But no, you guys have done a lot, and I know that uh, again, Bad Candy has some huge buzz behind it because yeah. when Rhiannon first sent me the trailer too, and when I went on, I, I saw the amount of people that had been talking about it and how many times it had been viewed and everything behind it in terms of the, just the energy behind it. It's, it must be really exciting for you guys to see it starting to come. I know it's a, a process yeah. with COVID which slowed every the whole world oh down. Oh my gosh, we missed this whole year. We missed this year's release because of COVID. Mostly, yeah. And 
that's a bummer, but life moves on. There are other things that are more pressing, so it's okay that it maybe took a back burner. Well, it, it's one of those things, too, as we've said before, too, Rhiannon, and you guys will probably uh, confirm this just living life. Sometimes, like, when things like this happen, we say, oh, shit, right? But then, all of a sudden, there's a connection that's made or something happens. You go, whoa, if there wasn't a delay, we would have never actually signed with this or even found this connection mm -hmm. with this person. So yep. it's all for a reason. So when you let go in that way and say, F it, we put something out good here, we know it. And we're just going to let it roll. And, and that's how things will happen when it's really from the heart. And that's one thing you can tell about you guys, even just getting to know you before we started rolling. Um, it's very, um, uh, very natural, very organic, and very genuine. And that's yeah, we're definitely taking our blessings, and we are genuinely trying to do what's best uh, for the project and for our cast and our crew. Because, you know, you, you do a project like this, you spend a lot of time with the same people, and it's really like a big family, our family, and <laughs> we we definitely want to do right by them and make sure that it gets out on the best platform and has the best press it can have, uh, just to do them justice. Definitely. So, when did you first come up with the idea for Bad Candy? <laughs> so, <laughs> Scott, Scott was for lack of a better word, dicking around in the backyard with some lights and some decorations and uh, decided he wanted to make a little short um, for one of the local film festivals just to throw something in there. Mm -hmm. uh, we had been coming, we had done a film in like almost a, a year, years, yeah, uh, almost a year or so at that point. So, you know, after a while, it's like tattoos. If you have, if you get one, you're like, when's my next one? They're addicting. And same thing with filming. It's addicting. It's like, all right, what's my next project? What's my next bit? Right, no, we, we do so many music videos. We kind of get burnt <laughs> out in the music videos. You got to take a break. And yeah. If we could be doing film full time, that'd be great. But the day job is music videos. Yeah, yeah I so. do TV. I do TV. She does my, TV. Yeah, so. so I work with a lot of network players. So I have to play by their rules. So mm -hmm. it's fun to be able to go in the backyard and just say, fuck it. What are we going to do next? This yeah. is, this is our rules and make fun things. So Scott did the short. I mean, I did it with him, but mainly Scott did the short and then everybody loved it. And we put it out there. Got a lot of views. Everybody was like, what happens next? This is great. We want, we got to do this. So from there, that's when, you know, I sat down and I was just like, all right, let's just, let's get this out and see what it looks like. We'll flush it out and see how fun it can be. And then we started talking to some talent, um, in the area and, oh my gosh, the amount of people that auditioned for bad candy was overwhelming, but we found some of the best people we possibly could have found. And some of the kids that we got, oh my God, they're so cute. Like they're so cute. And they have like amazing parents. When you find talented kids, and they also have cool parents. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like the perfect recipe because the kids perform better and the parents are all on board. And so you, you feel like you actually can make something cool mm -hmm. because everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Well, not, and not even that, we're, we're pretty obsessed with Halloween as it is. Yeah, we, we're the Halloween house in our the neighborhood. House is like, you can't see it out the window, but there is like a trick or treat. There's a 12 foot trick or treat Sam with like 
75 uh, plastic pumpkins in the front yard. Dang. Um, but I would, it's a lot. We were huge Halloween fans, huge fans of Trick or Treat, huge fans of Carpenter movies, uh, you know, and there's never enough. It's the best Halloween. holiday. There's never enough oh, Halloween yeah. movies. Yeah, it's, it's the best holiday. So. And it's, I mean, really. You, you only get like maybe one a year, one or two if we're, if we're lucky. Uh, next year probably be stacked with like Halloween kills and bad candy and all kinds yeah. of stuff and we're Terrifier so, too. Oh, we're so you know. excited. Oh, yeah. we're, we're friends with, you know, some of those guys and, uh, yeah, it's interesting being friends with a lot of these other like parallel filmmakers because uh -huh. we're, we're good friends with the people, uh, Brandon Slagle and Devaney Penn, who's yeah. like a screen queen actress. We're good friends with them. We, we call them the West Coast version of ourselves. And oh my gosh, their movie, The Dawn, is like winning a bunch of awards. Devaney just won Best Actress, Brandon just won Best Director. It, I mean, they're super talented too. So we feed off of each other in that regard as well. Right. Mm -hmm. We kind of like, what are you guys doing next? Okay, so we're going to do this next. Good luck with yours. We'll see you in a couple of years. That's cool. Well, well, must be motivating too. It's healthy competition as well. That's important. You guys oh, keep motivating each other and inspiring each other. Yeah, we're like also, like not only is it a healthy competition, but it's also a healthy support system too. Right. If we ever get stuck, we know that we can call them and be like, "Hey, do you have? Do you know where I can get two thousand, you know, gallons of blood by Friday?" And you know, we can come together as a community and make it happen. Uh, you know, Desiree, what what a beautiful thing! It's always important if you need blood, <laughs> if you have a number on hand. That's when you know you've really not only made it in the movie well, but in life. You're like if you can call someone, you can get blood like that. <laughs> that that's friendship. Yes. It's, um, Beautiful. yeah, it, asking for, asking for 2000 gallons of blood is not an unheard of thing, especially if you're doing certain scenarios and you want it to look cool. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants it to look like garbage. No. Yeah. I would also say too, like just the uh, inspirations behind it. I mean, I, uh, I have like 16 years as a haunter. I worked at a haunt, uh, like a haunt. <laughs> In Virginia Beach, Virginia, uh, called the Hunt Club, and I was like, that was my college, high school job, and all that, and mm -hmm. you know, to get paid to scare people was a lot of fun. So, kind of growing up with that, it's like you know, meeting Desiree, she's just as weird as me, if not weirder. <laughs> so it's hard to find that, you know, and we have a, a crazy love for Halloween, and, and we just make movies and, and music videos, but. We're known for really, really dark stuff, especially in the music videos. A lot of the big metal bands, and goth, and you know, any anybody weird, crazy always comes and tries to hire us yeah. for weird stuff. But awesome, um, we're super normal. But we we are not super normal. We are normal for you guys. We are not super normal at all. But we, we always say weirdos. What normal mean? Like I don't yeah. want if it's like the man, I don't want to be that anyway. Yeah, True. that sounds boring and we just look at unauthentic. Yeah, right. Well, it, I think you guys are. I think in life, we we kind of get to a point and we realize that like we kind of have repressed who we are. We actually are, we're always afraid of who we are. When you come out as who you are, you're like, wow, this is what's working. What I was always afraid of, I was gonna. And it's you guys are a testament to the fact that no matter how weird you are. There's always someone as weird out there you can mesh up with. Yeah. yeah you can exactly. find each other. 
Yeah, when you find other people that match your weirdness and your interests, it's truly liberating because you're not held back by these boundaries. You can you can go on and go, okay, so what's the next step? What's the weird step after that? Mm-hmm. And don't feel any shame about it. Definitely. I think that's, that's hugely important because I think when you have someone that you obviously, you two as artists and a couple as a team, you obviously have a tremendous amount of respect for each other or it doesn't work. So I think when you can just say whatever and, and the other person doesn't down it, but they actually validate it and say, well, and they think about it and actually, you're like, well, it's empowering. And you start to open up your mind to other things and you start to go, you know what, I'm going to jump at this opportunity when I normally would not because I'm safe, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, but we also, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses, so we try to, like, if I, I know I envision something, I can easily relate and retell that to Scott, and Scott will pick it up instantly and make it gorgeous, and where Scott's kind of like, eh, that's not really his thing, I can take over that section, and together, like Wonder Twin Powers, you know, we make it happen, and it's mm-hmm. great. That's fucking awesome. The power couple. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rob and Sherry, another another Rob and Sherry. There you go. Awesome. Well, I've watched you guys I, for a while, and it's just your posts. I'm like, oh my god! Like just everything you guys post. Like you, you know, when you show like the behind the scenes, and you know, I go on and click on the music videos. Like your cinematography is just beautiful, and even Bad Candy. Like even though it's just a short trailer, you want more. You want to see it. I am so mm-hmm. excited for it to come out. Like it looks good. And awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We're big trailer people because oh, yeah. a lot of trailers like give too much. And we we dissect tra- trailers. The trailers. Like, it's another job of like. Well, yeah, I get hired to cut a lot of trailers, so. He also ghost. He also ghost edits trailers. I, I yeah, <laughs> I get hired to fix, <laughs> fix a lot of big movies that, that I can't put my name on, so that's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> like this but yeah well because they, they drop the ball them. on it man they like have these great movies or sometimes they have these shitty movies um, <laughs> but that really need to sell something so scott will get hired to put together this fucking fire trailer and then it gets an insane amount of views and then it does really well mm-hmm. it's, it's a good circle we definitely yeah. But we don't want to give away too much anyway. So that well, yeah, is that's, like that's like the whole thing too. Is leaves like, you wanting more. Like, I want people to go watch it because I want them to see everything that's in it because it is there's quite a variety of things and we're very colorful with it. So it's it's not just like Super you're staring colorful. in the dark at the dark. You get a lot of vivid color to look at and fun. Mm-hmm. Things that happen on screen. We were going for the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy of uh, of Halloween movies. Color palette. Well, yeah. The one thing, Scott. I'm sorry, bud. Um, you have a very distinct. Rihanna and I were saying too. You have a very distinct style. You have beautiful. Again, as Rihanna said, cinematography. You can tell. You have a very colorful, but crisp and distinct style. Yeah. Um. And I, I wanted, the question I want to ask, this is kind of out of the blue, but I know that you're an editor as well, and it's a rare thing, but did you also do it, the editing on Bad Candy? I know that's kind of a thing that you no, always yeah, see, not, but you did, editing, okay. Well, I know it can be done, and it can be successfully it's done. a grueling, grueling yeah, yeah. And we were like at the 12th pass of watching it, and I was like, I can't watch it anymore. I can't. <laughs> I don't get it anymore. I have to walk away. <laughs> because when you're when you're editing 
the raw everything. There's no sound design. There's no color. Everything's out of place. You really have to go through. And it's like reorganizing an entire library and then reading it. It's, yeah. it's yeah, you, so much. <laughs> you guys find it harder emotionally to be able to get rid of things when you know you have to, that you might have been emotionally invested in, that you really liked, like a certain thing that, or you don't find it harder for the betterment of the movie to let it go. I'm like, I'm like that needs to go, that needs to go, that needs to go. And Scott will be like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I look at it from the I'm TV the last world. Yeah, she's hardcore with it. I so. look at it from the TV world because I go, that would never make the cut. That would never make the cut. That's not going to pass QC. That's that. I, I like, I, even though I wrote some of the stuff, it's still like, I don't know, man. I just don't want to. We don't want to put work out that doesn't speak for itself. We want people to watch it and go, damn, that was great. Not to know us and then go, oh yeah, good job guys. Like we want it to be its own thing and yeah. stand on its own ground. So we have to know what's important to keep and what's best to just leave on the floor. And I think we only, we only cut two or three things out. Mainly for time purposes. Right. Yeah, we cut a couple of things out that we were like, this just doesn't fit with our image overall anymore, or it's just too long. And the, the behind the scenes. But the that's the other thing, too, is that extras. most of mm -hmm. the time when you sell a project, they want additional footage or behind the scenes or bonus content. So a lot of those things still end up kind of getting used in bonus content. Mm -hmm. So it's not terribly difficult to take it out of the project it's just you have to be wise with using it elsewhere and now with instagram and facebook you can take the snippets that never actually made it into the film and use them as yeah. part of your advertising yeah. so they still get used and nobody gets butthurt about being dropped out of a film yeah yeah that hurt <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys come about um cory taylor and zach i don't know if i say his last name right but zach is it galligan zach galligan, galligan? yeah how, what made you guys decide to um, contact them to be in the movie? Them, um, well, we, yeah. we're, we're both, obviously. Huge fans of Corey. Yeah, yeah we've both been long fans of Corey. And I've almost done a few Slipknot videos just didn't work out timing-wise. So it's like, it's like. Yeah, we got lucky a couple years ago. We, had, we were in New Zealand working with a band. Oh, yeah. And we had just, I mean, literally just landed back from New Zealand dropped our bags and went straight over to be backstage. VIP backstage at the Slipknot concert. Cause we also knew other bands that were there. Holy and shit. Corey, I mean, everybody just had wonderful things to say about them. Mm -hmm. They were, I mean, they're like, Corey takes care of everybody. Corey makes sure that people are eating well, that they, they get stuff to do. And he's really like the big papa. And we are attracted to people like that. Yeah. We want to give people opportunities that, they might get passed up otherwise. Like mm -hmm. we, we think that people with good hearts deserve to have good opportunities and we don't work with shitty people. I like so this guy's out. Give a shout out to my friend, John Mondu and my other friend, Tammy. Like I had mentioned that you guys were coming on and bad candy and mentioned Corey Taylor. And I'm, I'm a fan of a, a lot of different things. I'm not the biggest, I have to listen to more of Slipknot, but they both, the point is they both, flipped out when they heard about Corey Taylor. They're like, my friend John is like, he has books and all this thing. Corey's amazing. They, people, his, his followers, it's like a really, 
They adore him. And my friend, yeah, my friend Tammy absolutely lost her mind, like 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 a teenage girl. Yeah, you know, and it was so. And then when I researched him more, it was the same sort of thing people were saying. This guy is authentically. What and he's a huge horror fan. Oh, he's yeah. He's got his own like '80s horror like Instagram that he does. He does his little. He did that in search of and, darkness. Oh man, uh, documentary in search of darkness on Shutter. And, so uh, not only is he super talented, he has a wealth of knowledge. But gosh, <laughs> is he really? He's so into it. We just had a beautiful review written about us uh, yesterday or the day before, yeah. and in the review they had mentioned. You know, I could see this becoming a future cult classic, mm-hmm. and I could see pop figurines being made out of the characters, which to us was like, oh, that's huge. Which is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would totally, well, yeah, Corey, totally see that happening. Corey's interesting because he is trying to get into movies, and he's only done like one other film. He's had a couple projects. Maybe a couple, but, but it was always like, uh, you know, he's in this scene for a little bit, and that's it. He's never like a lead person, so yeah, we see him as a lead, so we gave him a lead. <laughs> when we sent him the script, he like he, he actually liked it. He liked it, and, ah, he, and made me feel great. But but even <laughs> like I didn't know what to expect. I've worked with we, we've worked with a lot of uh, famous people, mm-hmm. and you get the weirdest situations. Not everybody's who, cool. Who, yeah. who are, they're not cool. They don't know their lines, or they just like they need cue cards. I'm not going to name names. Oh yeah, but, uh, or like so, they go, you know what? I'm going to say this instead, and then they just do it, and so, you're like, whoa, oh, <laughs> that's not okay. But Corey uh, surprises both by he, he uh, showed up. He was so he was so prepared. He had his lines almost memorized better than we knew, which yeah. was pretty incredible to me because he's a songwriter. He, so he's, he, he memorized like 20 pages and like had it memorized. I was like, Yeah, it was wow. crazy. He, he showed up and oh my gosh, the energy. He was so cool with everybody on set. And he and Zach together was fun because I, you know, Corey's love of horror films in general. I think when he got to meet Zach, I think there was a little bit of equal like fanboying on both sides. Cause oh. Zach's like, oh, Corey, and Corey Taylor's like, Oh shit, Zach Galligan. So they're, their company on set was truly a joy. Like the behind the scenes on that was well, and getting Zach obviously, and Zach's great. Gremlin, oh my I mean, gosh, he's great. Huge Gremlin fans, waxwork, you know. So to work with Zach was like a dream come true. Yeah, he's um, he's a really cool dude. Like he's, really he's nice. just a genuine. Awesome dude. Like still looks the same and he had a I know, right? Like <laughs> that's, that's one thing I tried about when I saw him. I was a huge I'm a huge Gremlins fan, but he doesn't look much different. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. He looks the same. Yeah, he's definitely um kept himself together and he's super funny. Oh my gosh, he's super funny. Uh I just think that when you combine all these really cool people and you give them something cool and fun to work on and you don't make it too serious, people have a good time. And then it reflects in the scenes that they're actually having a good time, which makes yeah. watching it more enjoyable. Yeah, if it's not forced. Yeah, yeah, well, it should it should tell you something too, guys, when two people like that, who won't just take whatever for whatever, you know, they, they want something legitimate that they believe in as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have two people that come on like that, they gave it their all too, as, as from what I'm hearing from you guys, I'm sure they did. I can't wait to see it. But again, they believed in you guys too. They could feel it. So that sort of energy, as you guys said, even though the trailer, I loved it because you did believe 
a lot to the imagination, but you gave enough to where we wanted more. You flirted enough. Um, but where trailers today, they give almost everything away. I really oh, like yeah, how it was in the trailer. There was a lot of foreplay there in the in the uh, trailer. We're in so we're all excited to see the final product when, it, when we do get Yes. Thank you. Everyone that's watched it so far has said wonderful things to us, which is very flattering. And of course, mm -hmm. we appreciate it because we worked really hard on it. But we think that people are going to genuinely really enjoy this film. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it's scary. It's got elements of thriller. And there's some crazy shit in there that you just... Holy shit. <laughs> we love that. Well, and the one... The one thing I thought of, guys, and this is a, I know this, this is a, a, a totally different sort of thing, but the first thing I thought of, I know they're totally different, but is the effect that the trailer for the original 84 Nightmare on Elm Street had on me years ago. And yeah. when I watched that, it was the same sort of, that trailer from the 84 Elm Street was off-putting, and it was the same sort of feeling with your trailer. There was something that was scary, dangerous but you had to see it to find out what was next. And it was just <laughs> enough where you were freaked out. Um, the same way Elm Street in 84 did, yeah. they gave you enough to where you, you almost, you just had to. And it was that off-putting, but that interesting. So I really think you guys have something here. I know you do. Definitely. Thank you. Um, as yeah. far as the special yeah. effects. So I had noticed um, quite a while ago, you had posted um, this like scary ass looking clown. And I th yep. think he's in the trailer. Is it the same clown? Yeah. I was going to say, which, which one did you post? I think it's uh, the Bad Candy Clown. Uh, oh, yeah, the Bad Candy character. His name is Bad Candy, the clown. Oh. The clown is Bad Candy. So, yeah. Okay. We find that out when you, you watch just, the movie. You, you find that out, but, yeah, it's Bad Candy. Oh, okay, okay. And then the big kind of bat vampire Oh, Dracubus. Dracubus. Holy yes. shit. Dracubus is... Um, a creation of our insanely talented and wonderful friend Wayne Anderson. Uh, Wayne Anderson actually was on Face Off, and he's won several awards and competitions for his sculptures and his lifelike creatures. We actually uh, pulled him off of Avatar 2. Yeah. Uh, he was doing Kate Winslet's uh, yeah. <laughs> Avatar face, and he, can't, he flew into Atlanta to, to, to do that shoot for like three days. Wow. So it's kind of cool to be like, oh, you just came from James Cameron's movie to come help out our little indie film. We're pretty honored. But he's wonderful. He and his he and his brother and his wife are a team, and they... He worked on, like, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, he did Predator. He's he did Predator from, like, three years ago now. Yeah. He did that wow. Predator scoot, which, you know... Yeah, he's, he's yeah. extremely talented, and we were so very lucky to be able to work out a schedule with him. Damn, that's awesome. If, you guys got something yeah, fucking big here. Yeah, if, if I could, guys, I, I, I'm going to ask, for the people out there that might be doubting themselves or uh, have believe they have a certain talent, um, how did you guys actually originate in terms of getting into it or what was your big point in life where you knew this is kind of what you wanted to do and you just kind of went for it? Failing. Failing over and over and over again. But failing learning a lesson, getting back up and trying again, but trying to make it better and learning from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes having, uh, I don't want to say. Well, I, I went to art school. I could well, find. okay. So he went to art school to become a comic book artist. I was a comic his, book artist. Which is why his look 
is very unique. So I went to Savannah College of Art and Design uh, for uh, comic book sequential art. And uh, so, like, I would draw a lot of monsters and stuff. And basically, my background is, like, I hopped into special effects right after that. And then tried out film my senior year and just kind of, like, connected. And But uh, when we met, it was, like, she had a similar background. Yeah, I was, and, I was working in film when we met. Yeah, and well, she actually, yeah, it was funny how we met because I was... Uh, a guest. He, he was a guest of, of my director at the time um, and had shown up on set and I wasn't expecting it. So that was, that was fun. Um, but she for me, I went, I went to school. <laughs> like, the yes, fuck I out of my shop. I was a car stunt come in and uh, she just starts, she just yelled at me and I was like, wait. Who's and he that? like turned around and he was like, <laughs> I was on my phone, and there was, like, an Escalade about to come through and, like, a couple cars on a stunt. I was in totally in the wrong place. I was just a friend coming to hang out on, on the shoot, and uh, she was yapping at me, and I was like, hey, sorry. He's like, nobody yells at me. That's <laughs> my job. Nobody yells at me. I like this chick. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. She's got some balls, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, we've, uh, there's been a lot of failures i mean yeah you have to you have to try and tough. fail to learn the lesson to get you up the next rung of the ladder my my dad uh i mean i went to art school so like a lot of debt <laughs> a lot of student loan debt that took 12 years to pay off and my dad he didn't believe in anything i was doing until i was like dad turn on the turn on the tv i was like <laughs> look at cmt the number one music video is willie nelson you know the willie nelson and it, it, it didn't, it, it took that for him to be like, oh, okay. You made a music video for Nelson. I'm paying attention now. But before that, it was like, hey, I'll see you in the shipyard really soon because you're not going to make it. And I was oh. like, no. You know, it's definitely. <laughs> so it, it was his way of challenging me or I don't know. Well, but Scott, you're always going to. I think that. That's huge. That's important. I have a similar story, and I, I know that there's people out there that are in the middle of that story with, with people doubting them right now. And yeah. your story is awesome because I can tell you, and I know that was the best feeling in the world. Oh, totally. Um, to actually make someone eat their words that, yeah. that told you you'd never do that. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. two roads you take, right, guys? It's either, oh, okay, you're right. I, I do see in the shipyard, and I'm miserable just like you or anybody yeah. else. It's not me, but, or you can go, okay, all right, I'm going to make you eat that. It's going to taste so bitter for you, but it's going to be so sweet for me. And yeah. you show, so, yeah. and that, again, you make people, this is great because people ask for respect. I always say, I never ask for shit. You, you command respect. You don't demand it. You command it. You don't give people a choice. Yeah. So you go, you do it, you, and then you show them. Then you turn the TV on and go, boom. Now what do you got to say? speak for itself we want people to just see something and then go oh who did that and then go oh shit that's awesome instead of us you know in a different light but for me i didn't go to art school at all um <laughs> i ended up going to like business and hospitality uh but that ended up never really serving me for anything until we got this far into the future where the business aspect of this, because at the end of the day, this is a business. Like yeah. 
while we love to make it, we love art, we love haunted houses, we love to contribute in all of those aspects, you know, at the, we still have to pay the bills. So if you do it right, <laughs> you can you can achieve both. Yeah. And that's where we kind of have a unique partnership in that sometimes I'm like, hey, we need we need this crazy shot and he'll take some of the guys out and they'll go get it. But it's me sitting in an office getting permits and writing checks and doing payroll and, you know, the stuff that doesn't sound so fun but mm -hmm. has to be done. But yeah, a lot of a lot of trying and failing, a lot of going, this is a crazy fucking idea. Can we can we pull this off? And realizing that you can't. And then now you have to get creative to figure out how you can. And I think that's really really what got me up to a certain level is I just kept trying to do different things and eventually something stuck and then you can build from that. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, a filmmaker Calling yourself a filmmaker is very tough because we've, we've been burned uh, oh, from God. distributors before. And we, we've only yeah. made four films now. So it's like you get that, you know, you get screwed over and it's like you're, you're making everything with all your savings and anything you're saving up and to have the bigger company take advantage of you, you know. So it's... it's but before learned, you even get to that point. Right. We've learned from our mistakes and, and, and we've been pretty successful in the last few movies. But definitely... Um, it, it, you're going to go through it, you know, you're going to go through all the bad times and the good times. You just gotta if you ever find go. yourself at that point where you've got something in your hands, it's tangible and somebody else wants it or wants to show it or put it on a web series or whatever the case it is, paperwork, 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 paper trail, read everything, read everything because Sometimes these companies will go up and snatch your project and take all the rights to it and you didn't even realize that you signed them away. No. Mm -hmm. So to all the people that are trying to like become a special effects artist, go do it. Join every Facebook group, join every Instagram, take as many YouTube university classes you can just to really see what's out there mm -hmm. and then step back and understand that you don't know shit and that you really need to like start from the bottom and climb your way up to the top and work for all the people that have been doing this for years and then you will learn something and then you can make it your own and then someone's going to take a chance on you at some point if you're really trying. Mm -hmm. Just got to learn everybody's job. Right? Well, yeah, and that's the other thing too is, you know, there's hundreds of different jobs on any set and everybody is there for a reason and everyone's equal and everybody is required. And that's why we're very picky with who we hire. We don't hire bullies. We don't hire people who talk down to others. Same thing with our cast, you know, mm -hmm. hiring, hiring cast is a unique, it's a unique thing that we do, but we always try to make sure that we have some sort of conversation with people before we bring them on board. Cause we don't want someone to abuse anyone like that's not cool like we we both have a mantra in we kind of treat others how we want to be treated and that's not a very common thing on big film sets so we personally try to make sure that our cast and our crew is as diverse as possible that we have you know good people doing good things looking out for each other and looking out for the project because it just makes such a difference and in today's world 
I need 16 people on my side to help me make the right decisions so that we have the best thing going on. And same for you. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I just think like, uh, (laughs) we've been on those sets, you know, I I was a PA, I started out PA and doing all this stuff and to see other big directors and other, other, Productions treat their crew really yeah, treat badly. Treat horribly. We, we, oh no! We we, we have us. a really good mantra about like just you know treating our crew really nice and, and there's no down talking. There's no yelling. Like we we just don't roll like that. We're really positive with how we work with our crews. Yeah, and, and it kind of makes them work harder. I think we're yes. Uh, we get a better. We know. have a better crew because we treat them well. We feed them well, and that is a thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, I, you, you treat people like people, like individual people. Say hello to people, genuinely mean things, be true to your word, and it will make a difference. Someone's going to go, you know what, I am going to work really hard on that one thing that maybe nobody notices except for somebody out there in the universe. But yeah, it works, it works well in our favor to just be as kind as possible and respect everybody and... Yeah, that's that's the best form of us. Be be good to others. Try know that you can fail. Know that there are other people out there that have been doing it for longer and better, but you're still trying. That's that's okay. Yeah, and at the end of the day, dude, it's just TV. It's just it's not the end of the world. It's art. It's yeah, it's right. an expression of things. Well, it's I I, <laughs> I think I think that's important too. Staying humble and and and. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we are all just human. That's all we are. We're here for a short time and we're gone. Yep. And yep. no one's any better. I treat people accordingly. I'm a very kind person, unless you're a jerk, and then I'll get real jerk. But right. other than that, I I'm a very my nature is kind. Yeah. And that's what and is to help people, and I try to bring the best out of people with that. Our time is limited, so we try to make it the best. You know, and I think that's where you guys will continue to succeed. We are what we eat, too. We are what we attract. I think that's why you guys are bringing in those type of people. It's just yeah. one of those universe things. Things are happening exactly the way they're supposed to. And that's why we're here right now. Like minds end up being attracted to each other in that way. Even sometimes when we can't figure it out, it just happens. <laughs> yeah, we've even had like actors like Corey, Bill Mosley, uh, some of the bigger, Danny. Uh, Bill's also like, very sweet. I love that. I Bill Mosley. So yeah. bad. He's, he's a great guy. He really is a genuinely cool dude and a good dad. But they make comparisons on like our sets to bigger. Oh yeah, multi-million dollar projects, and they they love our set. The way the way they get treated <laughs> in our movies is like just a whole different experience as, as opposed to like a bigger, bigger set. Yeah, where they get forgotten about. Yeah, they get forgotten about, or they get treated like they're so up here that they're not touchable, or. They're just another number for someone. Well, I feel like Bill would be the type that I would like. I'd never be able to. I'd want to ask him so many things because he's done. I mean, yeah, um, the, the zombie movies, obviously, you know, rejects yeah. all that. He did Silent Night, Deadly Night Three, where he played Ricky. I mean, yeah. he's done so many just weird, different. I mean, I was watching Texas Two last night from '86. Yeah, love and, and he was he was a major player in that one. Yeah. Um, you know, the the coat hanger. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's so personable, too. Like, they went to the movies. There was a movie out that was yeah. ha- that, that came out when he was down for filming, and so they just went to the movies. Well, no, it's even better because we shot Possession Experiment, and then the next day, we all just smoked up and went to Godzilla. 
Nice. <laughs> 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 Perfect, man. I got to come down. Well, we thought he was fucking Bill Mosley, and he was like, let's all go watch a movie. We saw Godzilla. <sighs> that must have been like a dream. <laughs> it was crazy. Some, you're looking at Bill Mosley. This is some really good shit. Why do you say that? Because I'm talking to Bill Mosley. He's like, can we go watch a movie? Because I'm going to be stuck in the hotel because my flight leaves tomorrow. I'm like, let's go watch a movie. You're like, fuck yeah, let's then, go. Cool. Like, he's super yeah. relaxed type that's how That's how Danny was, though. Danny's um, the same way. Danny, Danny doesn't like to eat alone. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Danny and... Um, my assistant slash Danny's assistant, Rachel, we would go have dinner with him at the end of the day. And I mean, what a trooper. Like, you got to tell him that Jackie Chan. Oh, God. Right. Okay. So we we went out. We went out and. This heard a movie called Bully. Yeah. We were out in New Jersey in August in New Jersey. Hottest time of the year there, of course. Mm-hmm. In this film. And Rachel and I, we all leave set and we go to take Danny to dinner. And Danny's just a riot. He's just a regular, awesome dude. Cool to be around everybody. And these people came up right as we were finishing our meal. And they're like, oh my God, can we get a picture with you? Can we get a picture with you? And of course, you know, he's just so cool and so super chill about everything. He's like, yeah, of course, let's just go outside. And they everybody rushes outside and so the the one lady she's like oh my god jackie chan i'm getting a picture with jackie chan and i'm like i'm sorry what like excuse me and rachel's just like "Ooh, what do we do about this <laughs> and i was like danny played and danny was like hell yeah i'm jackie chan get in here and just took pictures of all these people even though they were making it the seemed like they thought it was jackie chan and oh, yeah, I would have went along with it too. Played it right up. Oh yeah, he went along with it and laughed the entire time. And to this day, I'm still like, wow, I can't believe that happened. He was so cool about it. He's <laughs> also a pretty big Harley Davidson guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he stops at all the Harley stores along the country on all of his pathways and buys tons of shirts for his friends and families wherever he goes. And it's it's cool. He's just such a cool dude. Like if anybody gets the opportunity to work with Danny. Just remember, he's such a nice person, and he loves animals. So you can't go wrong with having a dog with you at a first impression. So if I ever work with him, I'll bring my little dog that just lays there, and I'll be like, "Absolutely." <laughs> yeah. You know, an icebreaker with with him now. Yeah. Oh like gosh, he's here in Atlanta for the the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. And he just was out with a food truck, just feeding people. And yeah. um, we knew he was down there, and my girlfriend heard that he was down there, and I was like, bring your dog. <laughs> and she brought her dog, and she got to walk right up to him, like, halfway cleared just for them. That's she got well, photos of him and hung out, and it was cool. We'd love to have him on, and he can bring his dog on, or any <laughs> animals that he wants. Uh, he, has, he has eight dogs and, yeah. like, five or oh, six cats. Awesome. Yeah. I want eight dogs. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely have our fans of animals, so we want a dog, but we can't have one. Oh so. man! Our schedule just we sometimes we work 15, 16, 17, 18 hour days every day, six days a week. That's not fair to a dog. Yeah, that that's awesome of you. It's selfless because you're thinking more about the animal than yourself. That's awesome. See, I would hate to come are. home at the end of the day to a very sad animal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why our house is like yep. the cat house. That's cat why house. my wife pays attention to me. She doesn't like coming home to a very sad animal. 
So she's, she's good to me in that way. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys have been a treat. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thanks so much, Mitch. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for your interest in Bad Candy. We're so excited. We can't wait for you to watch it. And so excited. I can't wait. Real quick, um, before we go, so I know you're best friends with Devonie Payne, right? But she's definitely one of my best friends. She's in the wedding. She's yeah, she's one of my bridesmaids. Yeah. So I get to be in a movie with her in December, and I oh like, my gosh, great! Yeah. Tell her that we did this, and okay. her eyes will light up. Okay, I will for sure. I'm like super excited because I have followed her for so long, you know, because she's like the screen queen. I'm so wonderful. Excited. Absolutely we just wonderful. Yeah, we weekend. just saw her last week. And we went to the con. We went to the con. We went to the film festival in Friday Louisville. Night. Film festival, so she flew mm -hmm. in uh, Atlanta. She, she flew into Atlanta, and we all just drove up. Her and Ryan Kaiser uh, joined us. We drove up because they were doing COVID compliancy because oh, we can't okay. do anything right now without it being COVID compliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because I have to be careful about extra places I go, Definitely. and yeah, no, we went and it was amazing. They put together a really it was a small thing, but it was great and. People got to see the film and they enjoyed it. And Devony was there, and people were like loving on the dog and loving on some of the other projects they had done. So altogether, successful thing. She's a wonderful person, and she always has a good time. But damn, she will show up and she will do her job. Mm -hmm. Like whatever she has to do that day, she is gonna freaking nail it. Oh, that's so, so cool! I'm so excited. I've yes, to her for a long and tell time. her tell her that that we got to meet and um, know each other, uh, okay. and she will probably be very excited about that. Oh, cool. Okay, I will for sure. Um, mm -hmm. So, real quick, we'll go ahead and have you guys let everybody know where to find you. If there's you know your social media, um, your websites, and where to find the trailer. Okay. For starters, you can go to digitalthunderdome.com. That is digital thunderdome.com and that's the website where you'll be able to see a lot of past work and sometimes upcoming projects uh, but other than that we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Facebook's uh, Bad Candy Film mm -hmm. and the Instagram is also Bad Candy Film my personal Instagram I'm D to the Ray so letter D numerical to the Ray and then your Scott Hansen Film on Instagram yep but yeah, we're, we're available, we're on there, and anyone that messages us, we are usually legit, like, to respond within 24 hours. Sometimes we get busy, and it has to wait a couple days, but most of the time, it's it's us responding. Awesome. Oh, that's so exciting. I can't wait to see it. I just, um, um, can we? So just so you know, there's a couple of virtual film festivals coming up, and Bad Candy is playing virtually, which means you can watch it online oh, if you want. Yeah. It is playing uh, uh, Salem Horror Fest at, at uh, Halloween night in Salem, so it's gonna be kind of cool. Oh, but it's virtual. Shit, yeah. We have to like sign in and, and pay a fee or something. But it's it's we're doing our film festival run right now. It's yeah, still, I'm sorry. All right, bud. So now your shout outs. Oh, Leanne and Nicole, we're, we've been rocking and rolling with this, and this was an, an exceptionally awesome show, as they all are, but this was a hell of a lot of fun, guys. Thank you to, to Bad Candy Scott Hansen and Desiree Connell, Thank the you. power couple, the dream <laughs> team. Everybody go out there, check out Bad Candy. If you haven't seen the trailer, go out there and uh, and check it out. It'll F you up for life to the point where you want to see more of it, so you go see that movie. Mm -hmm. 
you know, love it. Rihanna Nicole, thank you to the beautiful, talented, lovely, outstanding. I can go on on and on with the superlatives. Rihanna Nicole, thank you so much. To my beautiful wife, Allison, I love you, baby. Thank you for being born for my, to my boys, Carter and Mason. Daddy loves you always and forever. Thank you, boys, for being born. To everybody out there, chins up. As Desiree said, it's not over till you say it's over. We're just getting warmed up, and so are these two. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm just going to do a quick shout-out real quick to um, some of our supporters and people who help with the show. Um, Johnny Ellenberger for doing our intro and our logo. Chris Atella, who does our outro music, our iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, intro and outro. Uh, My Indie Productions for always supporting and sharing and just getting all of these indie artists together, promoting all of their work. They are incredible. So definitely check out My Indie Productions. Um, Crazy Ink Publishing for publishing my books, Broken Halo, Broken Halo Blood Curse. We also have a box set coming out in March um, 2021 for 21 books from 21 different international and USA best-selling authors. Right now, pre-order 99 cents. So check out Crazy Ink Publishing. And I want to thank you guys so, so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. You guys are so talented. I've been watching your work for a while, and it's just incredible to have you on here. So thank you so much. Yeah, so we'll talk to you guys soon, and check out... Remember, Rhiannon, once this comes out, and they're way out there, and they're making more and more, don't forget about the little people like Rhiannon and I. We're going to always push your stuff. From the beginning to the end, thank you guys. We love you. Thank you so Yeah, we, we, uh, we're always about maintaining our community... And we, I mean, that's how we got some of the best talent in a lot of our projects is we will call random people and be like, Hey, do you want to do this? How do you feel about this? You want to, are you scared of clowns? You're not, you're not scared of coffins. Great. Come this way. <laughs> and we make crazy <laughs> shit happen. Yeah. So definitely keep, keep that, um, in our minds. Oh yeah. I'm just to help you on set. We do. We actually get a lot of people that are like, look, I'm not an actor, but I can pick things up and put them down and come join us. And that's how we have some of our dream We have a dream, dream team crew. And then some of it's just people just saying, hey, I like what you guys do. Can I help? And we go, yeah, sure. Because we're not those weird gatekeepers, as they call them. The, oh, no, 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 no. You can't join my industry. You're not anyone. <laughs> How do you get to be somebody if nobody gives you a chance? Exactly. So we like to we like to help kids, and we like to give people who haven't really gotten a good start a chance. We're always open to, you know, sponsoring and helping and educating, and yeah, we do that. But you guys can contact about anything like that via the website. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Keep bringing the heat, guys. Yeah, Keep bringing the heat. Thank good. you so much. Have a good day. You too. We'll talk to you soon. 